Welcome to the World in Our Eyes podcast, a production of the Unread Initiative, an editorial seeking to raise awareness about youth voting and on the issues of the world. Featuring hosts Jessica Yu and Allison Zhang, the podcast will take you to a different point of view through the perspective of two high schoolers looking to make a change. Welcome to the World in Our Eyes podcast by the Unread Initiative. I'm Larry, one of your hosts. And I'm Eileen, a guest on the podcast and the director of outreach and expansion for the Unread Initiative. We're so happy to be talking with you guys. So last episode, we discussed the prevalence of Black Lives Matter's protest even through 2021 and the added intensity against mass shootings across the nation. So today, however, we'll be discussing our different experiences as students in the United States and how to generally overcome struggles and adversity. So Eileen, I know that you're a first-generation student living in the United States. So why don't you start us off about what it's like being a first-generation student? It's a mystery. That's the best way to describe the process. Being a first generation entails gaining independence and gathering resources yourself uh, since your parents didn't really go to college. You don't really know how the college process is, so you have to really ensure you're doing the best, being the best, and also taking initiative amongst things. It's also a very scary process because there are times where you feel alone. Since you don't know what colleges expect from you, you don't know if you have a clear path of assurance to getting accepted or what things you should do and shouldn't do. For example, it really hit hard my senior year the hardest. It, when it came to college applications, I didn't really know where to apply or how. I didn't know the importance of scholarships or anything about the financial aspect of college. But I wouldn't wish it any other way because being a first generation has given me so many habits, values, and virtues in life. I've learned to do many things on my own. I've learned the importance of taking initiative, which is a trait I carry in my leadership activities. And I've also learned to take charge of my own actions and become knowledgeable in things that are required by college. So when it came to college applications, I was able to begin the process early and complete the application forms without the help of my parents since I became familiar with the system. Yep, definitely. I think I can also relate to this. Although I'm not really like first generation, both of my parents actually did not attend college or like pursue education in the United States because they immigrated here in like 1999. So I'm actually applying to college right now, actually. So it's really like kind of a challenge to explore all these platforms and offerings by myself. However, I'm also getting like immense help from my friends and also close friends. So I know that I'm definitely not alone. So speaking of not being alone, so what kind of people or like who has inspired you on your journey? So my parents have really inspired me the most out of my educational goals. Coming from an immigrant family, both of my parents couldn't attend the university. Therefore, my parents have shown me the value of an education. Education is not really a title to get by means of monetary fuel, but rather a journey to study diverse cultures, analyze and investigate, and essentially become a civically engaged member of society. They've really inspired me to never settle for less when it comes to pursuing my education endeavors, and they've taught me to always continue my education for the betterment of humanity and for myself. I honestly wouldn't be here without them, so I continue my career for them. Yeah, that sounds really amazing, actually. So these days, I really feel like we attach any like monetary value towards so many things and accomplishments that we do. And I, I know it's like it's the experience and the process that really matters and also leads us to our end goal. And that's what really matters in the end. So I actually go to the school in the Bay Area that's actually ultra comp- academically competitive. And sometimes it's really easy to lose sight of honestly like what matters to you and also like it also gets hard to be solely focused on your own goals and also to just like not really bother about what other people are doing and just like do what you're interested in and also do what you're passionate about so i actually joined my school's newspaper the smoke signal and i've also currently been trying to get more involved in leadership and also some other club activities for the service towards my community so eileen so what activities did you do in high school that potentially made you stand out 
Yeah, so since I wasn't really fully aware of what I could do to become involved in my community, I never did much activities for the first two or two, three years of my high school career. I joined cross country where I got my first leadership role as the varsity captain for the cross country girls team in my freshman year. And I also did yearbook and track and field. But besides from that, I mainly focused on my academics since I wasn't really aware of what I could do to improve my community engagement. It wasn't really until my senior year where I fully researched, networked, and started doing activities that would help me stand out. That was the year I realized not only was academic excellence good, but I needed to be civically and socially involved. During the summer of my senior year, I began to break my social barrier and confront the unknown, which later helped me excel. I took a very strong leadership position beginning from the top, such as founding the Riverside Chapter of GenUp, a nationwide student-led social justice organization that strives to advocate for education through the power of student voices. I also joined my school's National Honor Society and ran for vice president. Through these activity, extracurricular activities, I surrounded myself with people who really inspired me to become way more involved, such as attending conferences by the California Association of Student Council, which is CASC, where I worked on policy proposals and gained a lot more knowledge on leadership. And it was mainly GenUp, though, that really helped me stand out since it enabled me to connect with leaders and governmental officials in my city and state. Besides my academics, this allowed me to become recognized by my teachers and outreach to students across my high school, district, and city. Eventually, it all led to my nomination for City of Riverside's Top 25 Most Remarkable Teen, which is a pretty pre prestigious award for students who excel in civic work. Wow, that sounds really impressive, actually. I love how you've actually continued to focus on your outer community through your work and not really just yourself and your academics. It's also something that we've also tried to work on in my school and like me as a, as a person to do work, not just for my own benefit, but for the greater benefit of my community. So now that you've graduated high school, so what do you imagine your future to be like in college and beyond? I honestly envision a life full of challenges, but also filled with greater opportunities and prosperity. I now have the foundation of being civically aware of how to be active in my community, how to engage civically, and I'm really prepared for my college and my major, and I'm just ready to face those future endeavors. Educationally, I'm just ready to pursue my dreams and what I'm truly passionate about in college, and I'm also going to really love to use the challenges I faced as a first-generation student to help other struggling students find their passion and learn how to get civically involved. My advice for anyone listening to work um, is to work hard for your dreams no matter how much you know or you don't know. Never put limits to yourself, rather push your limits and test your boundaries. You will never know what you like or don't like without trying. Just like with my experience in extracurricular activities, I did not have much nor any knowledge or confidence to pursue opportunities. If I wouldn't have persevered and gotten out of my comfort zone with creating Riverside Gen Up or even going after leadership positions I did not even think I would get, I honestly wouldn't be where I am today. I encourage everyone listening to really try anything and everything. If you like science, math, activism, education, or anything, find and seek for those extracurricular activities and community service that is geared towards what you're passionate about. That's what matters in the end. Your passion and motivation drive is what counts, not, be, not just about being the highest of your class, the one with a lot of activities, or being someone who does it for the looks or others. Only you have the power to your success. Yep, I completely agree. Those are really brilliant words. So anyways, that wraps up our fourth podcast episode. There's definitely a lot going around in the world, but it's also important to stay educated and acknowledge that there are also positives even amongst these negatives. So stay tuned for more episodes of The World in Our Eyes. Thank you guys for having me. See you next time. 
Thank you for joining us on our bi-monthly installment of the World in Our Eyes podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode and upcoming guest speakers, and keep up with us on Instagram at The Unread Initiative or at our website, theunreadinitiative.org. See you soon.